Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, JT. And it's Friday, August 28, 2020. And just as always, you guys know I can't start a devotional without declaring a blessing over you. And I declare that God uh, will bestow upon you his undeserved favor with him and with all people, and that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. Just thankful for everybody who continue to um, check out these devotionals on all social media outlets and everybody who is tuning in on the podcast as well as we continue to navigate through these mighty, mighty momentum moments in Jesus inside of the gospel. And today is no different. We're going to be looking from uh, Matthew chapter 9, verses 20 to 22. And without further ado, we're going to hop into the word. And the reading of God's word is starting in verse 20. Just then, a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up behind him. She touched the fringe of his robe, for she thought, if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well, and the woman was healed at the moment. And get an amen for the reading of God's word. Just want to give you guys a quick backstory um, that is leading us up to this point. Um, at the beginning of Matthew chapter 9, uh, there was a leader of the synagogue. And this leader, his daughter had just passed away. His daughter has just died. And so this man found Jesus Christ, and he came to him, and he was weeping, and he was crying, and he was begging Jesus to follow him back to his home so that he can perhaps lay his hand on his daughter and perhaps bring her back to life with a miracle. And so Jesus Christ insisted that he would follow this man back to his home. And on that path back to this gentleman's home, Jesus ran into the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years. See, the first thing about this woman is her condition, her ailment, the bleeding. See, this was in Jewish community uh, considered ceremonially unclean. Um, she was not accepted in society. She was considered as a outcast um, in the community. And the second thing is that many other gospel accounts said that this woman had exhausted all her monies, all her funds, seeking healing from all of the resources. But this time was different. See, she had heard about the signs and the wonders and the miracles that Jesus Christ had performed and knew she didn't need any other resources. She knew that Jesus Christ was the source and he was going to come in her path and she had to act fast. I want to show you guys something real quick, man. I know um, if you're tuning in on the podcast, you're not able to see this, but I can describe it for you. Um, in my hand right now, I have the fourth signature shoe of the greatest basketball player of all time, uh, Michael Jordan. It's uh, all red, fire red, Jordan 4s. Um, and in the late 1980s and early uh, 1990s, uh, there was a commercial um, with a fictional character by the name of Mars Blackman. And this character was being played by Spike Lee. And him and Michael Jordan was in this commercial. And so Spike Lee, AKA Mars Blackman, was trying to see why was Michael Jordan so great? And he asked him, he said, are you so great because it's the long shorts that you wear in the game? Are you so great because you can fly from the free throw line? Are you so great because you can do these tenacious dunks? Michael Jordan, why are you so great? And about 10 times plus inside of this commercial, Mars Blackman said, but it got to be the shoes, Jordan. 
It has to be the shoes. The reason why you can dunk, it got to be the shoes. Got to be the shoes, Jordan, that makes you great. And so after this commercial, myself, and I'm sure uh, millions of other people can attest to this, we thought that it was the shoes. We thought that if we go purchase, and when we went and got these Michael Jordan shoes, that when we put them on, that we would be able to fly, be able to soar, and to be able to score like Michael Jordan did. See, I believe that if Jesus Christ would have seen us put on these J's, man, he would see and say, I have not seen greater faith in Jerusalem than when these people put on those J's because we had true faith that if we put on these Jordans, that the greatness of Michael Jordan would be inside of us. And ladies and gentlemen, this woman had the same mindset. See, Jesus Christ wore a robe that had four ritual tassels at the bottom of it. And so this tassel and his robe represented that first he was a Jew, but also that he belonged and he was separated um, apart, um, belonging to God. And so there's no account throughout the Bible that says that when you touch the robe of a godly man that you will receive healing. And so this woman came to Jesus in a superstition mindset, but she had a faith-filled heart that when she touched the robe of Jesus Christ, that all the healing power, the great healing power that was inside of him, that when she touched his robe, that his robe was a point of contact for her to receive the healing, just as we thought with the shoes with Michael Jordan. So she had a plan and she had to execute it. She said, I will maneuver my way into the path close enough so I can just touch his robe. And she did it. And in other gospel accounts, it says that when she touched his robe, Jesus Christ felt the power leave from. But Matthew went straight to the point. He said that when she touched his robe in verse 22, when Jesus turned around, he uttered the words that he had not uttered to any other person inside of the gospel. He called her daughter. He said, daughter, be encouraged for your faith has healed you. Your faith has saved you. And in that moment, that woman was healed. 12 years of bleeding, 12 years of suffering, gone in 12 seconds. So her whole entire plan was to get close enough into the path, but secretly get there. She was trying to sneak a little healing away from Jesus, but Jesus flipped the script on her. See, Jesus knew that she was trying to secretly get a little healing from her without her situation being known, but Jesus flipped it and he made her situation public for a few reasons. He made her situation public so that first she would know that she was healed. She made her, uh, sorry, Jesus made her situation public. Secondly, so that others around may know that she was healed from her private ailment. The third reason why he made her situation public is so that she wouldn't have to think that she had to steal any healing from Jesus, but that he was there to not only just fix her symptoms, but to fix the entire system of what she was going through. And last but not least, but me personally thinking the most important thing, why he healed her and made her situation public. He did this so that that man, that leader of the synagogue who was walking with him on the way to his daughter so that he would see what Jesus had just did by an innocent bystander, how he healed her and that would give him faith and build up his faith for the situation that lied ahead with his daughter. So JT, man, how can I apply this to my life? No matter how much money, no matter how many physicians or doctors or people that you have sought out for your healing, 
Jesus Christ is not just looking for other resources. Jesus Christ is the source. And he's not just out here trying to fix symptoms. Jesus Christ wants to fix your whole entire system. So if you have a need, if you have healing, no matter how long you have been going through this, no matter how long you have been suffering, if you find Jesus Christ and you seek him and allow him to come inside of your heart, he won't just fix a symptom, he'll fix the system. And things that you have been going through for years will be taken care of in a moment. So I pray that you guys have received this. I pray that it penetrates your hearts and your mind. And last but certainly not least, which is the most important thing, I want to pray for you guys. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you that you are our advocate, Jesus Christ, and that you are on the right hand of God the Father, advocating for our petitions, advocating for our requests. So, Father God, if there's anything in our hearts right now, Father God, Lord, any unforgiveness, bitterness, Father God, any strife of any kind, Father, Lord, we pray that you would search us and know our hearts, Father God, Lord, that you would test us and know our anxious thoughts. Lord, you will point out anything that is in our hearts that may offend you, Father. You would get rid of and you would lead us down the path of righteousness. Lord, we thank you for your mighty momentum moments, Jesus Christ, that we don't have to steal healing from you, but you say that you will stretch out your hands with healing power and that you would do miraculous signs and wonders in the name of your holy servant, Jesus Christ. You say that if we ask of anything in your name, Father, Lord, that you would do it so that the Son would bring glory to the Father so we come in your authority, Jesus Christ. We come in your merit. We come in your righteousness. We come with your power of attorney that you've given us, Father God, to ask for healing to each and every person that is watching, each and every person that is seeing, each and every person that is speaking and declaring this word over their lives today. So Father God, we love you. We give you the honor and the praise and we believe that we have already received this in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.